It's the Listen to Your Heart podcast, one of the premier and, well, honest podcasts about dating, relationships, and yes, even sex. And now, your host, Pat. Hey, Anna. Hey, Pat. Everyone, welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Uh, Today, a blast from the past comes back on the podcast. Thank you, (laughs) Hannah, for coming to join me. Thank you. What was I? What number of podcast was I on? Like your third? Uh, I think you were in my first season. Nice. Yeah. So thank you for coming back many episodes later. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah. So um, before we dive into our episode, um, tell our audience what have you been up to. So well, since I've last been on this podcast, I have now started my own podcast. Um, So I became a breathwork facilitator. So I help people come back to themselves through their breath. And so I work one-on-one with people. I work groups of people um, just to just find a deeper connection to themselves. So while I was doing all of that, I got inspired to start a podcast with a friend of mine. And so together with, so the podcast is called deeper awareness and we just get guests on to talk about different experiences in their lives and how that's shaped them and how they've found deeper awareness in their own journeys through themselves oh nice so i remember um well last time we were on the same podcast together um you were seeing steve um how has he been up to and how's he been (laughs) been He's been wonderful. So we actually just got engaged a couple of weeks ago. Um, so we're just congratulations. This... Thank you so much. Um, we're just in this blissful state. I'm trying to not get overwhelmed, even though it's not working with all the people asking questions of when, when's the wedding, how many people, all the things, and I just have no idea. So today was one of the days I got super overwhelmed. But I'm like, you know what? Taking a step back, like just got to do it my own way. Well, I am happy for you. Thank you so much. So I am, oh, I am very happy for you for your engagement. Thank you. It's really exciting. Not bad. Um, for me, um, I am back to work in security. I just a stress free um, mentally and physically for me, and I love it. Um, and finally seeing someone. And it came out of an interesting time where I was in a situation ship and um, our general rule was, hey, if um, you're seeing someone over three times and it's serious, we'll break it off. No hard feelings. And apparently that happened um, during December. So um, I had a good run with my office fan who was this in the situation ship with and Hey, it was fun. So now, um, this woman, I can't call her girl because she's six years older than me, but um, her name is Plant Lady, and we've gone on about a handful of dates so far, and we've been having a good time ever since. Why do you call her Plant Lady? 
Um, because she has a lot of plants, so <laughs> that'll be our my nickname for her for the time being until we get more serious. Then I'll reveal her name. Sounds good. I don't need her advice because I'm staring at one of my plants that's dying. Plants come to my house to die. Oh, they do. <laughs> I just have no sunlight in my house. Well, you need to work on that. I know. I need her advice. Yeah, follow. Don't follow you for plain advice. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, and we had a so New Year's Eve. I brought her to a silent disco, and I've always wanted to go to these things ever since I started these, this podcast. And you know, like I want to bring someone to dancing on like a second or third date, and never got to that point. Or a couple times I've dated women who were I got almost serious with, but it just never matched up for like trying to do a silent disco for with them. But I did, and we had a really good time. So here's a funny short story. Um, so she smokes cigarettes. Um, I would say moderately. She eventually wants to quit, but that's for something down the road. But so we were going outside and she smoked her cigarette and I smoked my blunt and I was just having like the best time ever. Cause you know, weed makes you happy and stuff. So I never wanted to be a part of the smoking crowd, you know, for going outside to smoke cigarettes, but me with my blunt being like that small percentage who smokes blunts. I mean, it's been legal in New York state for two years, so I don't really care anymore about, like, um, being bothered by it, and, like, oh, it's frowned upon for smoking weed. It'd be like, hey, weed doesn't cause cancer, and weed doesn't kill you, so, yeah. But Yeah, and it's legal. Yeah, it and it's legal. Um, the last time I danced with a girl, um, or woman, was back in college when I went all the way out to Manchester one night to meet this girl at that I was seeing seriously, and we ended up dancing. And the whole time, we made out. It was just so funny. <laughs> so, good. So it's like, yes, finally I had that experience again, because both of my exes weren't into dancing that much, or the silent disco wasn't around then. But no, it was good. I really okay. want to try silent disco so bad. Sometime you can come out here to Buffalo, and when I definitely know there's something during the summer, I can let you know about it, and you and Steve can come all the way out here. I want to do one on a beach. There are ones in parks. Um, well, I bet if you keep searching for Silent Disco Boston, maybe you'll get lucky. Hmm. I have to one can only it. hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so... For today's topic, um, this is Bumble's 2024 dating trend predictions, and they do come with some real surprises. And of course, since you've been out of the dating sphere for a long time, <laughs> Bumble's a dating app. Thank you. I wasn't aware. <laughs> am, am I man? Is that a mansplaining thing? <laughs> no, because I I really have never been on a dating app before in my life, so. I probably need the explanation. Is this one oh. where you swipe? Yeah, that's the one where you swipe and the girl chooses you first. The girl chooses first. Okay, gotcha. I mean, the girl top makes the first move. Got it. 
um, has 24 hours to respond or else the like um, connection is dead like doesn't work out mm. okay so in the year 23 to um, there are obviously different trends going on because they're just getting over the coronavirus and this year now we're like removing ourselves completely from the virus being like a um like a major threat now that there's um vaccines and all that stuff so okay let's get into some of these topics so um the cross gen romance which is i believe what i'm going which i'm doing right now bumble says singles are more open to dating older or younger for 63% of folks, age isn't a defining factor. And 59% of women say that they're now more open to dating someone younger than them, according to research conducted by Bumble. So I, I guess you could say that is true because, well, Plant Lady is six years older than me, but then in February, it's going to be seven years older than me. Yeah, I myself am two years older than Steve. Right, just it's got to be something good where every guy wants to go for the older girl, lady, woman, whatever, and then like vice versa. But I guess you like see on how like they mature over time. Mm -hmm. I used to think that like men didn't mature until later, so I was always open to older people but i so i see that as a trend but it is funny how it's trending the opposite way where it's like they're more i guess keep you young kind of deal and the thing that um plant lady liked about me even though i was a little quite younger is the fact that i'm not like a macho guy like where okay Buffalo is a small city, smaller than Boston, just a little, and yeah, by a lot. And um, there's all the time on these dating apps, I keep a majority of them say they're either a Bill's super fan or a Bill's season ticket holder. And um, I'm not neither, well, because normally I work the games, so I'm not really the biggest fan ever in going to games. And, of course, there are fights that happen at every NFL game. That's just how it is. Like, fights, sure... like in the stands? Yeah. I I'm guess. Sure... <laughs> you know... <laughs> well, I'm sure there have been pa- fights at Patriots games just as much as Bills. I'm sure. Maybe only when we're playing each other, though. Oh, no, this happens often. But, <laughs> but um, she likes I'm not the type that gets into fights because while I stand up to macho guys all the time, I'm a hockey ref. So, like, she likes how, like, mature I was even though I'm, like, younger than her. But right. I have my life figured out. So, it's good. <laughs> you keep it cool but still get your point across. Yes. So, the next one is dating based on values. Since the pandemic, like, excuse me, since the pandemic, dating apps have seen a rise in people who want matches, who care about the same issues, um, like um, global warming, wanting kids, not wanting kids, 
getting married, not getting married, all that stuff. Um, so now Bumble reports that the singles are looking for partners who not only care social causes, I mean, care about social causes, but actively engage. So, like, someone who engages with you in conversation, that's a real turn-on because one of the biggest complaints in the dating world is someone gets the conversation started and then, like, falls right off the map. Like, doesn't respond to them for, like, days or just gives you one, like, response per day or something. Like, literally pulling teeth. Yeah. But one in four people on Bumble think it's a key for the partner to be engaged in social and political causes. So, yes, like, I'm based on values. That's a real thing. Like, have you ever heard of the app called The Right Stuff? No. Okay, so um, it's an app basically for conservatives, even though there I have seen many conservatives on dating apps when I'm liberal. And once I did try to date someone who was conservative many years ago, and it just didn't work out. Because, you know, if it was, like, non-political, could have been a different story, but... Yeah, I think that when you have the same values, that's what matters the most. Like, for Steve and I, we are so different, but we also have the same, like, core values. So I think that's what matters. You can have different interests, but when you have similar opinions on, like, things that matter to you, I think that's that's important. Yeah, so, like, um... Okay, so Plant Lady is 39 right now, and um, she knows she doesn't want to have kids, her choice. Um, she knows that at this age, she doesn't want to get married because half of marriages do end in divorce, no offense. Um, and, um, you know, we. I'm at this point in my life where I don't want to get married either because while down the line, if we break up, it's a lot less painful than a um, divorce. But everyone who does that step, um, it's all for them. Live your life the way you want. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Remember, <laughs> this. I'm not a cult leader in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> so, yeah, live your life the way you want to. Yeah, I mean, don't be, be an asshole. Exactly. Yeah, like I think because like I think of his parents are still like so happily married and so are my parents and like but I see the, you know divorce all around me so I, I you know it's it's just whatever whatever feels more comfortable for you. Yeah. Okay, so the next topic is stop the, stop the self-improvement trap. Especially in the US, there's a sense that we always need to better ourselves. This is reflected in Bumble's research. 50% of thing, 55% of singles feel pressure to constantly look for ways to self-improve. This impacts their mental health. 24% feel unworthy of a partner if they haven't invested in themselves. Some singles, however, are bucking against the trend. Two and three women Bumble surveyed, 68% are taking steps to actively be happy with who they are now. And 40% say they'll only date people who won't try to change them. And 
That's a good trend, really, because you shouldn't change for anyone other than yourself. Yeah, and but I do, I do believe that growth inside a relationship is important together, like to help each yeah. other, help each other grow. But like, you shouldn't try to change a person to fit your needs. You should be happy with where you're at, and they meet you wherever you're at, and together you grow. No, because if you're self-improving yourself, um, you shouldn't really be dating. Like, um, what was it? In October, I was too busy to date because I had stuff going on every weekend, pretty much. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take the time to just get off the dating apps and really self-improve myself. So people who just say they're self-improving, like... And then, like, making a reason to break off. It's just, like, really, you're having a good connection. But, you know, it's don't fall for a self-improvement trip, basically. Yeah. Because it does take, like, if you're really trying to improve on yourself, it's best to do it. Focus on it all on your own. But if, like, you're in a long-term relationship and then you want to improve upon yourself, you can, you kind of need each other to both support Mm. yes that is good um so for the next one emotional intimacy is key a focus on dating someone who is tuned with their mental health and goes to therapy and has a rise for a couple of years has been on the rise for a couple of years now bumble sees how important emotional intimacy is for daters only one third 32 percent believe emotional intimacy is more important than sex and that's more attractive than physical connection 78 percent of women said it's important for their partner to understand both emotional and physical intimacy and that's a really good one because okay you can't have sex all the time with your partner that's just well that's kind of what even when you're a fuck buddy like you're not having sex all the time, but the good times with a partner is someone you can connect with in bed or on the couch or like a, or a walk and you just let loose with your partner. Like that's even better than having sex. Yeah. Like, it's a balance of both. I think, you know, like you want to have good, intimate, emotional sex with your partner, but then also you want to have some times you want to have like time to where you just talk about life or whatever. Like, share a secret with each other or pass story and listen. And it's just, it's a really good state of mind to be in when, yeah, that you're connecting emotionally. Like, you feel for each other. If there's something that they don't get, you just try and explain it to them. Give them a little backstory. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, like sex without the emotion feels empty, I think. And vice versa. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, um, and the next one is self-care still rules. So 58% of singles are more open about their mental health, according to Bumble, and are making an effort to slow down. This coincides with an emphasis on international dating that began with, you guessed it, during the pandemic. Only... One in three, 31% are slow dating. One, 
quality over quantity. And for states, for stats that are higher for women, 36%, 40 in the U.S. states alone, are actively seeking people who practice and value self-care. I love that one. Yeah, that is good because you need some time to have to yourself to learn like, okay, what did I do wrong during the week and what can I do better next time? Like, right. When you're more in tune with yourself, you can be more in tune with the other person. Yeah. And yeah, you need some space from each other just to be like, okay, let me do my thing and be happier, calm down. Then I'll come to you and we'll talk about it. Yeah. You can't fill from an empty cup. You have to fill your cup so that you can have enough for your partner. Yeah. Um, funny as it is, as you say that, plant lady says that I fill her cup up every time. See? Because yeah. your cup is full because you do so much stuff that makes you happy. Yes. Okay, so we're almost done here. And we're a couple more um, topics. <laughs> okay, so open-hearted masculinity. So the manosphere, a.k.a. the alpha male, has been seemingly in vogue in 2023 with influencers like... I can't help you with that. Was that you? I don't think so. <laughs> I think that was you. Yeah, you... I don't have Amazon. I don't... I'm not on anything. I'm reading the... Um thing with you that was Siri I think okay I don't think uh, it was me it could be but I don't think so okay alright okay maybe that was Siri okay back to the <laughs> influencers like Andrew Tate influencing followers of all ages thankfully there are men out there who aren't falling for it Bumble found that one in four men globally and 31% in the U.S. have actively changed their behavior and become more vulnerable with their partners than ever before. One in four have also found that this openness has been positive for their mental health, while 32% overall and 35 in the U.S. think that it's... Think, being open and vulnerable is the most important aspect of a relationship. I, I can agree. I think that's a good one because sometimes I've gone to some of these influencers, you know, to just get good guidance. And some of them like tell you to be the alpha male, but it's like, um, you know, I'm kind of like a beta male where it's like, I need to do my own thing. And note to self, I need to do a episode on, Alpha, beta, and sigma male. But, um, you know, sometimes you don't have to be, like, the number one guy. You can always be, like, number two or three. And you can just, like, do your own thing and still be good and genuine. Because, really, just being yourself will let your partner find you, like, when you least expect it. So, really, um, yeah, just the whole alpha male thing I never, like, bought into. So it's good to know that other males 
don't really need or want to be the alpha male. Yeah, and I think there's also, but there's space too for being like, like because I think in relationships there needs to be masculinity and femininity, and it's a balance of both. Like depending on who wants to play what role, I think it's it's there's still place for masculinity without having to be in, like this big alpha male. Yes, and because vulnerability is so important, but you can be very masculine and vulnerable at the same time. Yeah, right. That is a good point to make. Okay, so for the next one, relationship timeline decline. Um, the pandemic ushered an era of us rethinking how we do things, including relationships. Some people came out, other people discovered that they want to be non-monogamous, like I do. Um, this rejection of traditional monogamous relationships will continue in 2024. Bumble predicts women especially are building their own paths. 31% say that they're, they're no longer focused on adhering to traditional timelines and milestones. And the same amount want only to date people who have the same perspective. The latter number boosts to 37% of the U.S., then, okay, so as you know, we have friends. They go up and down with relationships because it, it just happens. Like, um, I saw one girl during the summer. She was very happy with her boyfriend. She had a long-distance relationship where they met at tailgate, and she lived all, he lived all the way down in um, Atlanta. And, for, like two months later it didn't work out and you know that's just relationships you do it till you just end up it doesn't work out with the person and hey that's fine because like you know like I said half of marriages and a divorce so there's really no like timeline or milestone for set in stone anymore for how people do their relationships and I think that's a good thing. Like, either you can work it out with your partner or you can't. And then it's just time to say bye then. And then I have another friend who is from my hometown region. And for the past year, him and his girlfriend um, kept coming over to his house to where up until the last visit, he, she was moving from her parents to his house. And they only live like 10 minutes away because, well, she lives to where my first girlfriend lives and used to live. And um, for some reason, they just can like go long term. So it ended up being a one year, two year relationship. And then, boom, done. Yeah. <laughs> Still with me, Hannah? <laughs> yeah, I am, yes. <laughs> I, I, I blabber on too much. <laughs> no, 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 I'm with you. I was just, I'm, I'm on the article too. I'm just rereading it. Um, yeah, I mean, because I, th- I have a bunch of friends who are um, non monogamous, even polyamorous, and like totally respect for everything that anyone decides to do. Like, I found myself being, I used to feel like I had pressure to like, 
because all you know there's all that pressure to like be with so many people and I finally realized that that's not for me and that is totally fine so just whatever works for you okay down to the last one um so sharing an interest in sports is an extremely important factor with your potential partner for 31 percent of bumble singles around a quarter 24 percent say that attending sports events together is important especially among millennials and gen z sports interest badges are most widely used in the u.s bumble states that the top being basketball football and running seems like singles want their own taylor swift and travis key story um i have to ask does plant girl love hockey i'm assuming um she likes hockey like um she doesn't like watching it on tv that much but she loves going to the games and like seeing the action so for our second date oh here's a funny little side funny note um before our first date she bought tickets to the Sabres game before, like, we actually met. That's how much this lady liked me. <laughs> um, so, um, we wanted to go to a wing place close to downtown before the game because we wanted wings. And it was to, at a couple of dates, and after the first, we are like, you know what, let's celebrate your birthday then. It's like, all right, sure. And we ended up going to our favorite wing place um which apparently is the same plus she um gets the flats and i get the drums so it's a buffalo match made heaven (laughs) i love that yes (laughs) and i prefer the the flats myself good well if we ever get wings together i'll take the drums (laughs) well unless steve wants some drums then he can have drums too no, we see, like, for us, we always fight over the flats, so it's not a match. <laughs> so it has to be a wing place that has flats. Yes. I, mean, I bet there is wing places by where you pay, like, an extra dollar or two just to make them do flats. I've never even inquired. That's such a good question to ask. Hey, worst case scenario, they say no, but in the summer when you and Steve come over here, we can definitely get you some good wings. Nice. I can't wait for my chicken. buffalo wings. Chicken wings. We call them chicken wings here in Buffalo. Everyone <laughs> in the U.S. calls them buffalo wings. <laughs> uh, it's like you can have chicken wings with buffalo sauce, hot sauce. But that makes we, sense. Give them, we call them chicken wings. Yeah, buffalo. I mean, I call them chicken wings too. But I'm just saying because they're in Buffalo, I figured I call them buffalo wings. Everyone in outside of Buffalo calls them Buffalo. <laughs> but, but um, of course, anyone knows me. We all all know hockey is just a passion for me because I've been refereeing it for a very long time. So I see it differently than most people do. And um, more sports will follow where we're going to see the Buffalo Bandits, the box lacrosse team here. And then summer like watch a couple baseball games, but it's a really cool part when it's like something you love to watch. And with your partner being there, you like just see the game differently with them. And we decided, cause we went to the reservation earlier that day 
we got some edibles and we took edibles before going in. So throughout the whole game, the game went slowly and we were high the whole time. And when you're high, it just gives you a totally different aspect of things. How everything feels, the sounds, the time, all that. And we were sitting like three rows away from the ice next to the Sabres bench. And so she liked how we were close because she wanted to be close. She bought the ticket. So with me, I've sit in many different seats. So I don't really care where, where either my dad wants to sit with me or my friends or my potential girlfriend point lady wants to sit so I would always explain her everything about there's like certain things that I know about hockey that the average person doesn't so um, I was explaining to her different things about the game and she liked it every time plus um, with my multitasking for being high like we the game would be going on the on the other end of the ice while I'm looking at the refs like and how they're on the ice so it's just very different multitasking I was doing. <laughs> but. I just took an edible before we went to um, a Celtics game. And I'm not, I love, you know, I love hockey, but like yeah. basketball is not really my favorite. Mm-hmm. Mainly because like it's on the TV, all I hear is the squeaky shoes. <laughs> yes. So when we were there at the game a couple of weeks ago, we were like eighth row and all again like after especially after the edible like i was very <laughs> pinpointed to the sound of the squeaks it's like no but so, i did like, it's a totally different experience if you eat an edible before oh i have i mean well i think um yeah one time um yeah when the bills were on monday night football i walked to the game because while well, i'm a good two miles away so I walked, and I. It's not the best idea to take an edible before walking up a hill. <laughs> Remember when you, when you did a Instagram live, and you fell <laughs> walking to the stadium. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. I just happened to be. I think I was the only person watching you. <laughs> it was like you and my aunt who were walking. <laughs> Oh my god, that was so. I was. I forget where it was. I think we had a snowstorm too, because you guys just had a snowstorm, and I was watching. It's like, look, Pat's walking to the stadium, <laughs> and then boom, I fall. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> was such a riot! Oh god, yeah, fun, fun shit happens when you're high. But that wasn't Wait. high. I wasn't high for that. I was just, <laughs> just walking so on ice. <laughs> But, uh, before we go to the next topic, I want to ask oh, that... your opinion on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Okay. Do you think it's a real rom- real life romance, or do you think it's just for the fame? Real life romance. <laughs> You're such a ho- a hopeless romantic. I am, and there are no topics, so I guess that's our um. Oh, but I love call. I love the. Can I read the last little paragraph? Because I okay. love that about the, because um, the whole thing about my podcast, when we invite people on, we just want them to show up authentically. Like that's our theme is like, 
just show up exactly as you are. So I love how it kind of concludes with that authenticity. So I'll finish this off. Um, So it quotes, these trends highlight a positive shift towards celebrating who you are as you are, moving away from traditional timelines, redefining outdated expectations, and seeking shared values, said Boodrum. I don't know who that is. I look I look forward to seeing what 2024 holds for the Bumble community as they continue to bring their most authentic selves to the table and make kind connections. I think that's I love that summarized up because I think that's really what it's all about is just showing up authentic because when you show up authentic then the right people are going to be attracted to you the people that are meant to be around your authenticity. And that's just permissions everyone else to also show up the way that they want to show up exactly as they are oh yeah and i for being authentic at the silent disco i went to this couple who sees me all the time at this these silent discos um i did see him when i was out for a smoke with um plant lady and well as we we're going in they let me take a puff of their blunt which obviously weed's best introduction to friends ever <laughs> And, yeah, we smoked, and I met them. I remember the guy's name was Kirk, and the girl's name was Amanda. But uh, I should have introduced them to Plant Lady, but Plant Lady was in the bathroom. And then I, like, lost her for ten minutes until I, like, saw her come out of the bathroom after going around the whole place. So that was, like, the first time in a while I lost my date. <laughs> 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 <sighs> and, um, oh, and then one more thing. Um, back to the um, Monday Night Football thing. So I was in the 200 level where mid-level. And I was high as fuck because, well, weed's legal and I was on an edible. And um, throughout the game, there is these, like, college kids who were just being assholes because, well, Buffalo's a college town, and well, so is Boston. Um, did I say Boston twice? No. Okay. All right. And um, so this guy was being, like, drunk and being an idiot, but here I am a couple seats over, and while the kid was pissing off this lady who over spilling beer over her, not like my incident at Boston. Uh, I'll tell you that. <laughs> when I oh. saved you? I thought it was... Did you... No, no. And, um, no all right, we can actually dive into this topic after I finish this. Um, so they were, like, arguing, and obviously they had to get broken up because, well, this kid was just being an asshole. But I was just sitting a few seats over giggling and laughing because I was high and not bothering anyone. And here's the tagline in Buffalo now. Welcome to Buffalo, where you can get higher than the score. <laughs> no way. Hey, because the Sabres suck and the Bills. This... Right, the score isn't that high. That's funny. Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, the Sabres can suck at times, and the best way to not get mad is to get high. <laughs> Don't get mad. Get high. <laughs> Okay, um, let's dive into this back throwback story of me. Well, um, you were 
drunk and I was not, so I think I can tell the story. Okay. Oh, no, I physically remember it from my point of view. But <laughs> sure you do. Well, yeah, I think you spilt a beer, right? On the, or like a couple times, just happened to get a couple drops on the person in front of us. And we were in the nosebleeds. We were so up high, so the seats were like right on top of each other. Nothing um, can stop me. I'm all the way up. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. But so I think somebody came to in to like kick you out, and like once you get once somebody comes to kick you out, like there's usually like there's a one percent chance that they you can turn around and come back to your seat and but i i remember i put because i'll never forget i put my hand on the security guard and he like looked at my hand and was like are you touching me and i'm like i'm so sorry but i was like i'm gonna take really good care of him he's not gonna have any more beer nope there's nothing else is gonna happen here and if anything does i can you can kick me out too and he actually listened so i saved you you did, and here's what I remember, like, okay, it was over one drop of on this guy's hot girlfriend's jacket. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. And, the um, jacket. and the security guard, who they all look like cops at TD Garden, I don't know why, they just do. Yeah, yeah, they do. I remember, because when I put placed my hand on his shoulder, he had, like, a whole, like, strap and, like, all the stuff on his shoulder, and I remember being like, oops, I just put my hand on his shoulder. Nice going. <laughs> it worked. Well, it's, it well worked. save just me. A, just a kind touch. And um, so the security guard calls me out, and I'm just like, "All right, let's go." Um, to be fair, I wish those cups had lids, like they do in Toronto or Montreal, because I've seen like lids on beer cups. That could have prevented the whole damn thing. Well, no, now honestly. they take now they take the caps off of your water bottles. Like they have no lids, nothing to contain. It's oh, crazy. Geez. But um, so I fu- go down, and then I remember seeing later Joel had a video of Corelli following me, so while well, he wanted to save my ass, um, so we get down to the like hallway, and they want to kick me out, so um. Andrew's like, okay, we're going to talk to him. So I go a few feet away, and you and Alana were Andrew's girlfriend at the time. were trying to, like, calm me down, and I was calm. I was just can't believe I was getting kicked out over beer. (laughs) So, um, but then possibly there was a time where you probably got to the cop before Corelli. It was both of us. It was both of us. Now that you're you're helping me remember, yeah, because I remember. Yeah, it took both of us to convince him, and I remember the cop looking back and forth, and and him and I had him and I were very convincing that we were going to take good care of you, and that that. nothing else would happen, and it didn't. We were very well behaved the rest of the game. So we reached a compromise, and it was like. Okay, you can enter, but drink the rest of your beer out here and no more beer. I'm like, all right, fair enough. Yeah. What do we do after? I feel like we went and had more fun afterwards. Uh, no, I think we split after because everyone was like going in different ways and mm-hmm. shit. Well, that was fun. We'll have to go to, to another sporting event soon. We will. <laughs> and 
Yeah, then the guy like comes down. He's like, "Oh, I was just worried about you." Then Corelli was like, "Kiss my ass," <laughs> and then goes back to his seat. But then we come back up, and then he's gone. So it's just like, wow, all of that for nothing. Whatever. Oh yeah, they left. I forgot about that. Yep. And yep. So you did remember more than me. I have photo memory. I don't think you were smoking weed at the time. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. But hey, remember that time where, oh, this will make the audience laugh. Um, remember that time you baked brownies for me in my hallway because, well, you were dating one of our, my hallmates and friends. But um, yeah, you brought the cookies to us, and I love chocolate chip cookies. They're awesome. They were brownies. Oh, fuck brownies. And I grabbed one, and before you could get your word, I was like, oh, they're magical. I was literally like holding it in my hands, like, like look at. I can't wait to. I because I think I was going to eat it, and I had only ever smoked weed for the first time that year, and so I was like, "This is my first edible." Like I don't even know what it's going to be. Like I was all excited but nervous, and like I was holding it in my hand, and you just came out of nowhere, grabbed it out of my hand, stuffed it in your mouth. <laughs> yes. And before you even swallowed, I was like, "Uh," couldn't say anything quick enough and you had to go to class well then i was like no we ain't going to class somehow as fuck did you not go to class like, yeah i didn't go to class oh i thought you Instead, did um yeah but that was quite an experience <laughs> your first time getting high right yes <clears throat> excuse me with your magical brownies <laughs> i don't even think i don't know who baked them i did not bake them somebody gave well, it to me and i was more mad that i didn't get any. You just, <laughs> just vacuumed that thing out of my hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, um, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Do people still do that? Um. Well, lately I've been on. I keep hearing from like my little community, like this my little spiritual community, that spiritual. when we're in the dead of winter it's really not like resolutions aren't bad, but it's, it, people always fall off of them because it's in the dead of winter. And like biologically we should be actually hibernating as mammals. So I have, there's been a few things I want to cut back on and more routines I want to implement, but I'm not being too hard on myself, but I'm more thinking like come springtime that I'll be a little bit more strict with myself certain things like I really I'm kind of surrendering into the winter time and just kind of reading a lot and I am trying to cook more this the rest of this winter more home-cooked meals um definitely I've cut back a lot on my weed intake um and after my new year's eve shenanigans a couple days ago I Probably should have a dry January. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing that. I had too much fun. Hey, don't we all? <laughs> um, for, sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say, what about you? Um, for me, just basic lose weight and do better for saving up for the future. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. 
Um, so thanks everyone for listening to this great episode of Listening Art. Thank you, Hannah, for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, everyone. Take care and bye.